Following on from part one, uh, the Every Week You Follow podcast, it's time to talk about the uh, reaction from the Everton game. A bit boring. A bit frustrating at times. I, don't, I wasn't bored at any point. I was, I was, was you not? Oh, I was. I was on the edge of my seat. At I, the same. I just knew how, how important that three points was. Oh, it was massive. It was a big three yeah, points. I didn't actually realise until after the game. I was like... Yeah, it was when I got home. I was like, you know, what, actually, that was a real big three points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think after the game, I mean, during after the game, I was like, bloody hell, it's hard work. Yeah. But when you think about it, I can't remember the last time we've dogged out one 0 like that. Uh, I really can't. You, you know, yeah. and if you're going to be, a, if you're going to be a team of any level, the, the greatest teams in the world have done it. You know, you know, under Fergie, they did it a lot. Yeah. Arsenal under Wenger, I bet Pep's done it a few times at Barcelona. You can't win every game, you know, brilliantly. And we just we we did it in a real dogged fashion. But did the job well, uh, and and look, I think Everton came to play in that manner. Everything was high in the air. It was yeah. crunching tackles. Yeah. You know, it was probably Duncan Ferguson stuff. But we coped with it well. And I think other than a couple of moments where you know lapsing concentration, passes going out for throw-ins, you know, still don't get that happens in the Premier League. Yeah. We we managed it well, and we and we we did play some good football along the way as well. I think first half was really impressive. I thought we played really really well, bar like you say, I think Mings. Whacked it out for a goal. Yeah. Oh, five, yeah. six I was singing his praises like yeah. five minutes before that. Like, it doesn't bother me. It's, it, 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 it looks casual, but didn't, yeah. yeah. Defend didn't the corner. That's yeah, fine. Exactly. It's happened. Get, yeah. get rid of it. Defend the corner. You can see though, Brett, when it's 1 1, it does bother you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the but that's that pretty easy. But again, you know, but well, we put some There we go. We defended the corner, so it's forgotten about him. He's, uh, he showed his leadership to dig himself up and not drop his yeah. head and go crazy after he's made one mistake. So hopefully, you know, well, thankfully, you know, he's, he looks like he's matured a little bit since Stevie G's came in, at least anyway. Mm. Uh, but yeah, first half, football was great. Buendia was just ticking things all over the place. He's, he's just a busy. He's, he's, he's a magician. You, you don't even, yeah. you, you don't even realise that Coutinho stood next to him on the pitch because it's, it's, it's all Buendia. It's it all is, him. Yeah. Um, I think under. Uh, Watkins had an opportunity that one if I'm being really harsh on him, he had an opportunity to to maybe poke one in at one point, but you know, he worked hard, he, he did, you know, what Watkins did, works hard and kept the keeps the centre arse occupied. But obviously Buendia was a star of the show. Mm. Dean has proved his worth there, proved where that, that gap in quality that we mentioned about, you know, that, that corner he's put in straight onto Buendia's head and what I mean take nothing away from that header. Mm. Absolute top, top class. Mm. He did that little tiny exactly, exactly what he, what he needed. Exactly he was completely premeditated. He knew exactly the run that he was going to make, what he was doing, got his head on it and celebrated right in front of the Everton fans. <laughs> unbelievable shit out just yeah, what you want to see. Every you know you see McGinn give it to him, Conzo's yeah. giving it and Ramsey would give it a little one of them. They threw a Lucas they bottle at him yeah. really. Conzo's having a sip of it throwing it away. That, that is the type of shit house yeah. I want my boys doing. Yeah, yeah. And then second half, like like uh, Stephen Gerrard said in his post such interviews, like this is this one wasn't about fancy football. This was about grits. It was about steel. Yeah, I, loved it. I was like Stevie G, talk to me yeah, more, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was class. Yeah. Back to the wall stuff. Look, they had their chances to to equalise and they didn't take him. And you know, there's plenty of games that we've we've had this season where we've had the same. Yeah. So. We've had our backs to the walls. Martinez and Mings as well stood strong at one point from defending corners. Mm. It's the first time we've proper grinded it out. I mean, even like the Leicester 2 1, it should have been four or five. Yeah, yeah. Whereas that's it. Second half, it was, it's, you know, you fit the nail on the head, backs to the wall. Mm. Um, It frustrated me a little bit at times, but I think you've got to remember, um, you know, that was the Duncan Ferguson, that was their cup final. um, Mm. And and we managed it well. And I was really pleased because. We were on a bit, a bit of a blip, you know, yeah. for the first time since Sherrard had come in. Um, 
but all of a sudden that's four points out of United and Everton. Um, and the break came at a wrong time. Yeah. Um, so really pleased. Coutinho, that'll do him the world of good, getting an hour into him. But, you know, we don't need to touch too much on his performance because it, it, it was a bit questionable. But, yeah, the sound uh, was better than the performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't mind that. That's to be fully expected. And even when, he, you know, the performance wasn't there, the quality still was at times. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, could have scored. He had a really good chance arriving late into the box. Mm. Um, substitutions were on point again. I thought, although Chuck probably didn't get into the game as much as he would have liked, Thought it was a big, well, brave move to bring him on in the right decision. Yeah. Um, dropped uh, Danny Ings, which was a big call. Or Ollie Watkins off, which was another big call. But you don't complain or question any of them. Mm. It was just a really good day at the office. Yeah, I think um, I think touch on performance. I think the Norwich game this season. I'm not saying we're going to do anything ridiculous this season. It's going to be the pillar of our success. But that Norwich win. And the performances from Buendia and Ramsey have just continued for me. Mm. I think them pair have really shown their worth. Buendia's, you know, his, his, his movement and his, his, his one-touch passing, his working tight space is just exquisite. And I think sure. JJ's, he's, you know, he's becoming a real, real key player for us. He's beating, the way he beats players, it's, it, it does it in a way where it doesn't even look like he's beating a player, yeah. but he's actually, he's beating players really smoothly. Yeah. And he's becoming a real asset to that team. And in terms of that number eight position, I compare him to what Louise would offer in that position. I think he offers a lot more going forward. I really do. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think we're not far around the corner from a 90-minute performance from JJ. And I don't mm. think we've had it yet, um, bar maybe Norwich. But it, that's coming. And that's the next side to his game. If he can start yeah. consistently uh, running games and performing in games throughout 90 minutes, um, then he becomes our best player. I, one of. On that note with Ramsey, there was one particular moment that really stood out for me and just really... Just I can't really speak highly enough for that kid. I think when he, he's he's just progressively at a steady space, he's just going to get a steady speed. He's just going to get better and better and better. I think, I think so. by the time he's 27, 28, he's going to be an absolute superstar. He's going to be like he's probably you know he, he could be up there in terms I of the so. players that have played for our club. There was one moment that stood out for me the most, and it really just filled me with so much more confidence than even that I already had in the kid. Was when I think he can't. Okay, he can't just shit on Dinya with with the pass mm. to him when we had a corner, and then when that was two on one, Everton running at our goal, and there were, I think it was Decoray and maybe someone else that were that was both running down, and he and he was the last man, and I think his body position, he didn't commit to the to the player, he didn't completely come, you know, he just held his ground, marked the space, yeah, made the player yeah. think about. Mm. I think it might have been Decoray, might be wrong. Made the player make make a decision. And he's passed it and basically ended up he's ended up intercepting the pass. And I just thought the composure for a twenty year old lad to do that there, he's just absolutely second to none. I think his composure on the pitch as well for such a young lad and his his actual knowledge of the game and, and his positional awareness is is that of someone that's, you know, twice his age. It's it's he's playing without fear, isn't he? And he mm. was last season, he's playing within himself, but he's really he was playing safe last season. It's one of the very few times a player's benefited him grown out uh, the crowds coming in because we yeah, talked about works. a lot of players that, that you know were behind closed doors players Jacob's come into a world of his own since mm. his um, since these crowds have come back into stadiums it's fair from the off at Watford the only corner of the sub at Watford yeah, yeah. we were playing terribly we yeah. were absolutely yeah. dire and he come on and he actually looked like a player who was interested he was making yeah, things yeah. happen he, he, he yeah. did didn't he and he, from, from that moment on he's kind of set his president for the season and that is Someone who's forward thinking and showing some real bollocks for me. Yeah, um, yeah. and I think I think he's, I think there's a lot to come from that. I mean, he really excites. All of a sudden, we're not talking about JJ's in the squad. We're talking about 
in the summer who we're going to buy to play alongside JJ yeah, and yeah. JJ and the number six. That's a massive compliment. It, it is, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah, that season, yeah. it, it, if you look, if you go back to our pre-season preview, he was on the list for me to loan out. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it, it just shows yeah, he, he has gone leaps yeah. and bounds, yeah. and he's, he's really put the graph. Like if, if you find out he's injured, you think ah, oh, that that lessens the squad. It's not a case of our oh, yeah. Sanson comes yeah. in or yeah, anything. It's hard enough. You know, he's a. He's a real asset in there now and he's slowly becoming one of our better, yeah. if not best players. But, but like you say as well, I mean, we just need that consistency over 90 minutes because I remember, we all remember the first half against Man United. Yeah. Which yeah. was the absolute polar opposite to what the second was. And But I'll stick, I'll, we'll, we'll give him his chance, we'll stick with him. Mm. And I think obviously Carney next to him, he's, gonna, he's battering on the door. It's gonna. It's a real fight for chances. I'm speaking of, we all, we have to speak about it every week now. Just sign the contract, big boy. I need you. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's going to be I've, a player as well. Got be, I think that might have been one of the reasons why the club might have been a bit reluctant to bring a midfielder in. Yeah. In this window, just gone because yeah. if that moves Douglas Louise up to be a competing eight, yeah. Carly Chip with Mecca's thinking, well, what, yeah. what, what, what am I doing here? Then, then so we've got eighteen months left on the contract, or sixteen months. On the yeah. So yeah, and if and if one of them had to sign tomorrow, I, I love Douglas Louise, but I think I'd rather Kenner. If, if we was going to offer a five-year contract to either one of them, yeah, mm. I'd, I'd much prefer Carney to sign it. So, I um, so it's interesting, interesting to see how things play out. But Kearney will get more minutes. Jade will continue to get more minutes, and future is really bright in that, that respect. Yeah, I think I think just I'm about to go on Sky Sports News because I've completely forgot the kid was. Everton bought on a player on, on the 65th minute. Was it on Yango? Yeah. I thought he looked he looked decent. I tell you what, the battle between him and Chuck was, was quality. That because that on Yango, he looked around six foot five to me. Yeah. It's probably the first time I've seen Chuck play with someone who's at his, his age range. I'm guessing they're similar ages. Yeah, I think they're both eighteen. And yeah. it was a good it was a good battle. If anything, I'd say the, the kid that won it in certain elements because yeah. of his height. Yeah. Yeah. But Chuck, so I, I saw Chuck giving it him. He was he was getting he was yeah. getting vicious. Yeah. It was the same against United as well. It's nice to see he's got that the game. So this Everton love more than he did. Did Yeah, but just on that point, I think I'm seeing a different side to Chuck. He was getting he was getting aggressive with this kid. I even yeah. seen like it was a clothesline. I was stopping for running certain yeah. avenues. Yeah. And I thought. He's getting he's getting into the dirty yeah, part of the yeah. game now. Rather than just stepping off and being this mister, you know, playing yeah, a couple of on the beach, he's to fall into Gerard's mantra. You're all in, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. You know, you start to see it from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He's been his thigh being a bit nasty. He was a bit a bit of a soft touch, wasn't he? He was a little recent, bit recent times when he came on the very limited appearance that he had maybe before Gerard. But yeah, mm. he's, he's looking like he's he's not taking anything off anyone. He's now. not. He's a, he, he, I think he's realised that he's no longer a youth player. When he mm. comes on the pitch, he's not a youth player asking, you know, having a chance. He's a first team, yeah. first team player now, fighting for his position. Fighting, fighting for position, yeah. 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 I mean, we watched him play in MK Dons in the Papa John's Trophy. Yeah. I mean, and we were concerned before we ain't trying here. I'm not yeah. surprised. And the kids, yeah. <laughs> the kids miles ahead of that level, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. So he's probably thinking, you know what, I am part of the plans now. I'm guessing he's had the conversation with Stevie. And he looks, he looks like he, he, he looks, he's always looked interested, but he looks like he's taking it very seriously now for me. And he looks like he wants to he fight for his place. He's playing, he's played a good, good amount of football for an eighteen-year-old kid. It's not bad. Is he's it? the next taxi off the right now, isn't yeah. it? You yeah. know, that substitution proved that. Yeah. Sam asked the question, I think, just before the Everton game. Who's your next? Who, sub? Who's your next sub? And Reece yeah. said, "Oh, if you want to look, you bring on Samson. If you want to down, it's mm-hmm. Chuck." No, if it's 1-0 down or 1-0 up, it doesn't matter. Chuck's yeah, the next one. Yeah, you, right right you are right on that one. I think in the game, the, the way the game was going is when it needed an aggressive touch. I don't think Sanson gives you that either. No. Uh, they brought on a kid I could just see who's six foot five. Bring on Sanson, it's just a complete mismatch, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. actually I think Chuck is probably he, he's, he's your he's your main he's your main sub in that centre midfield role. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to sign a number eight at all. 
you know, with the yeah, we're blessed, we're blessed with we, the we, yeah. yeah, we've got we've got some really talented centre centre midfielders. We need mm. that hard midfielder. I just yeah, just get that contract signed. He's eighteen years old. He's playing playing some good. He's he's got a good, playing some decent football for an eighteen year old kid. Like I said, I mean Ramsey Jacob weren't wasn't playing this much when he was eighteen. I think yep. he made his appearance when he first when he was seventeen. Then we didn't see him until he was nineteen. Mm. I think you've got to look at this. This is your, this is the place where you need to play football, mate. I mean, I mean, next year it could be he could be the person that's you know that's 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 the first name of the, the team sheet in game week one, the bit of the surprise one that's done well in pre season. Mm. I'm really excited to see what kind of player he comes, and I just really hope it's in the Villa top. It, interestingly, we've sort of skimmed the subjects because we're talking about how good all of these other players are. Interestingly, something came out on Twitter about comparing Basuma to the Villa players, mm. and then. On this graph, there is basically tackles per 90 and interceptions per 90. Yeah. And and Pasuma sort of levels with Louise and Nakamba. Right. And then there's one person that's miles out in front with probably like two and a half interceptions per, more per game and like a few more tackles per game. Yeah. Sanson. Right, okay. So, I thought, you know, I, I'm not um, ignorant enough to ignore stats, but I do... A lot of the time, I think, you know, your eyes don't deceive, do they? You watch a game of yeah. football and I, I know what you mean, Sam. You know, he does, he put, he was putting shifts in Sanson when he was, when he was playing. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was impressing me, but, um, you know, you watch the game of football with your eyes, goals and assists, XGs, they're all just, a, the I, half the I story, do agree, I, but again, have we still given him the opportunity? Have we given him a chance? Have. I don't think Maybe should he should be the person that's... I mean, you know, the thing, the, thing, the thing is, you know what, Samson, he, he's, he's, he hasn't had the, the fairest crack of the whip at Villa, but at the end of the game, it's football's a, it's a horrible, yeah. horribly, you know, it's cutthroat and unfortunately for Samson, it just looks like I mean, I don't want to completely write him off, but it just doesn't look like it's going to be the best, the best match feature. They might be, you know, it's the right player, wrong he, time. You know, if he was the answer at six, which I think is what you're trying to yeah. suggest could be a possibility. Um, one of Dean Smith or Stephen Gerrard would have, would, would have stumbled yeah, on it. But that, that's the as well. I mean, yeah, he's he's not a number six. I mean, and look, yeah. like you say, you, you trust what your eyes see. From what we've seen of Basuma, he's an absolute player. Maybe we've seen him at his best. Maybe he's yeah. not as good as we think he is. I don't know, but a lot of other people seem to agree with us. Problem is, there's no stats for strength and presence unless you're playing FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no stats yeah, for that. Yeah, the players like Basuma, yeah. they're stronger. They've got more presence in that role, yeah, and, yeah, that, and that's yeah. the difference. I'm going to Basuma was winning some tackles. He was he, they were like, they weren't even 50-50. They were like, he, he was like 20 was, 80, to, yeah. to, to be the player. You knew he won the ball, and you were appealing for a foul just because you thought there's no way that he's, he's got <laughs> that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, remember, I remember exactly what he's done about. He won yeah. it like twice in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Behind players as well. Yeah, yeah. The ball just, just sticking his leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he's just that, that kind of bullshit. Stats don't, you know, opt to. Yeah. You, you can find a stat that. for anyone. Really. You can, yeah. can't you? Yeah. I mean, and it's a it's valid point that you make. Yeah, yeah. it's valid. Point it is. We absolutely destroyed it. We just want Basuma. <laughs> I just wanted to bring in a little man versus big man again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when they are squaring straight up to Mina, giving it into him. Yeah, go yeah. on, mate. And then he goes and freaking beats him in the header. To yeah, score the goal. it's not bad, is it? Yeah, no. Well, I, I, I take your point, and, it, and it's probably you know it's. Um, uh, he's not. I don't really see him as number six. I've, I've heard when he when he joined, he could play six, eight. Ten at the end of the day, he's he's came in and played well, but I think for me at the moment, from what I've seen from him, to be honest, 
if he was a crisp, he'd be ready sauce. He doesn't really do much more. You know, he's not. <laughs> I'm already salted. Well, I'm not really salted as well. But the next one, but you know what? You've got you know some. I'm not going to go around naming you know what flavour player crisp our players are. But McGinn is all action he brings. You know what they bring. I, I think Samson just is. Yeah. I think Samson is just a good footballer. He's just a very yeah. good footballer. You've got to take your chances. And McGinn's debut, you can recall it. It was Wigan at home. Yeah. You knew within five ten minutes exactly what he's about. Exactly yeah. what he does. Scream salt and vinegar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Samson couldn't tell you when his debut was. Couldn't really pinpoint to a time, yeah. and he's really got the officer. Lovely footballer, but you know. He's got to realise he needs to take a chance, and he's probably as well as he's played. I think this season he's, he's not done that, not to the point when you're going to deceit him for Ramsey or McGinn. Yeah, I think I think Morgan Sanson is a very good footballer, but if I'm being brutally honest, and football's a brutal sport, as we said, I, I'm not too sure it's it's at Villa, and, I, and it's a shame because he's he's a good player, and, I, and mm. you know I'd give him a glowing reference to yeah. any club that he went to, but I just, I'm not too sure if it's if we're the right team for his progression. Mm. Fair, fair. Um, I, I, I wanted to point out, which is pretty obvious, after Martinez signed his, what was it, five and a half year deal, mm-hmm. kept a clean sheet. Yeah. No one pointed that out. No That's big out. saves. And to be fair, you know, Calvert Lewin was a handful. And I do think that one criticism for us is that if Calvert Lewin had, I wouldn't say shooting boots on, he's shooting head on. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it could have been a draw quite comfortably. He was he was getting into positions and he's, yeah. he's, he's brutal in the air, Calvert Lewin, isn't he? But yeah. no, I thought Martin has made some good saves. I'm pretty sort of sure, again, I had a few beers that he made another big save. Have I made that up? Yeah. yeah. He did make a big save. He did, he, did against, he did it against United and he did it against Everton. So he's starting to yeah, make those. He made a few against United after the clangor. He's starting to make those yeah. saves where he's influencing games again, which is what we've yeah. seen this season. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. no, great, great game for Martinez. Um, and look, I think I think he could probably, he could probably get another five or six clean sheets going the season. The, the next five games, we'll talk about them coming up. The next five games, I'm not being funny, you could be looking at maximum points in you, really. Well, that, you're wrong. you know that Stephen Jarrod will be going in there asking for you know, 15 points out of the next five. Yeah. You know, they, they won't settle for anything less than that. I know football's never as easy as that, but you, you, that's what you got to look for, really. Mm. I, mean. I think, uh, I was talking to Brett in the, on the way, I think what we've got to look at now is, other than when he first come in, we haven't really got on a run, have we really seen in the Smith? We didn't go on a run in the Smith. We had a nice little run the job when he first came. We beating the teams we should have. Um, yeah. I think the only game that we really lost that we shouldn't have is the Brentford game. Other than that, I think the results, what, the results we've got again on paper are probably what I would have expected from yeah, yeah. From, from a an optimal season for where we are as a moment as a team. I think the next five, I think I'm looking at them, they are all games you've got to be looking to win. I think we've got we've got uh, Leeds, Toon, Watford, Brighton, and Southampton. Don't, let, let's let's not get it twisted. You know, there's a couple of teams there in relegation scraps who yeah. they can be absolute nightmare games, especially when you're playing at Newcastle where they don't like us. It'd be a you know big atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to walk walk through these teams, but I think. If we're going to do anything with the season, I think you know, the aim should be, like we said in the last episode, it's got to be that top half element to just see, you know, one, you've improved on last <coughs> season and two, you're more attractive proposition in the summer. You've got to be looking to take a lot of points out of the next five. I think that that's what we've got to do. I think we spoke about it briefly in, I think, what, what might have been part one of this podcast. Mm. We've got to go in there now, looking at that, that fixtures, licking our lips. We've got to go in there now with where we want our mindset for next season, where we want to be next season. We want to be cha- a good, strong challenge for top seven next mm. season, really, ideally. We've got to go in into these next five games with a proper big club mentality, which we, you know, we should have anyway. And Aston Villa, we should go in there, you know, thinking we we should go there and win every single game. Mm. I know we've had lots of Villa sides in the past that have kind of gone and they've slipped over, you know, 
banana skins in these kind mm. of games. We might have made it a lot harder than than what we what we should, what we could have done mm. and what we should have done. So I think we've got to go in there, you know, like how Lip said it, say mm. opportunity to win five on the bounce here, yeah. and really go and stamp our authority and show really what we're about in, in this next five. I don't want to see. I mean, look, I'll take five scrappy one nils, but I really want to see. You know, commanding performances, yeah. big, brave, 11 players, strong players, and a statement of intent for what we want to see for the next 18 months. Yeah, I mean, it's Villa, isn't it? We're not going to go and win the next five because yeah. nothing's ever that straightforward. I would like us to go and batter a team, to be honest, at yeah. some point, because I don't think we've been a million miles away. You know, it's always been around the corner, but then yeah. you, mm. we're going for, and then a, a Chelsea pops up or yeah. United twice in a week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's a big opportunity now this next month to to show how far we've come, and the fact that we've leapfrogged a lot of these teams as well. Yeah, you know your Southamptons, um, your Brightons, who are above us in the league at the minute, but you know you're disappointed if they're above us come the mm. end of the season. So it's really opportunity, real opportunity, and it's interesting to see how far we've come. I think there's some personal milestones we can we should be looking at in the next five as well. You know, Martin, as we talked about it. I want to see him get some more. I want to see him some more clean sheets up the next five. Yeah. Watkins needs to start scoring more goals mm. for me. I want to see him score a few goals. Yeah. I want to see Coutinho playing ninety minutes. Where I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, what an unbelievable player! Yeah. And these are things that in the next month I think we we, we can do. And I think yeah, yeah. these are the personal milestones that these players are looking at. Yeah. You know, Chucky, can he come on and get his first goal? Yeah, yeah. Th- th- these are things that I think over the next month you've got a real yeah. good chance to do. Really. If, if you're forgetting as well that you know we could play and we could play Leeds again and Burnley in this period. Yeah. Yeah. So we could have you know six six or seven games where you think yeah. Christ, Leon you know, Bailey coming back as Leon well. Leon Bailey you've, you've got you've got a lot of players and little bits in the squad, little, little moving parts where we can start to really put our stamp on the season here. Yeah like you're saying I want to see Mings you know finish the season composed and you know consistent end to the yeah. season from him get him into a, a nice headspace because tomorrow you know tomorrow next season is going to be a it's going to be a big asking. It's a big opportunity. It's a big season for us. You know, you want to see Matty Cash maybe complete one successful cross if he, if he possibly <laughs> yeah. can. Just not get ahead of us. There's lots of things in there. I mean, if Wendy can can start to add, start to get more assists and goals onto his name, mm. that's the only thing that's maybe a little bit lacking. Although, he, you know, he's been stepping up to the plate recently. He's been ready the games, but mm. maybe the figures that he's, he's output in that kind of sense hasn't really reflected, you know, his true dominance in some of the games that he's been playing. Mm. It's a it, it's a big opportunity, and and we need to like with like I said, just show that kind of going to the games, grabbing by the scruff of the neck, really put our demand our authority on the game, and show show everyone what we're really about, and mm. you know use this really as an advert to, to maybe you know the Basuma that might be coming in the summer. This is this is what we're about. Mm. This is what you can expect from us next season, and you know we're only going up, and we're potentially going to see. And Mr. Leon Bailey return in the middle of these next five mm. games. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Be interesting because I think at the moment he doesn't get anywhere near the squad in terms of he can't drop Coutinho and Buendia. Um, but at the I same time, it's, it's, all, it's all about competition, isn't it? At the moment, and that, that's what we've been lacking, it's, especially in the wing positions. I, I mean, I say competition. Last year's competition was is it Trezeguet or Ghazi? <laughs> this year is it, is it Coutinho? Is it Leon Bailey? It's a massive step up. Yeah, so yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. you're seeing the, the health of the squad improving. Yeah, I think I think. You know, I want to see Bailey get a run of games, and I think, like I said, we're, I'm assuming you know we've got a few games here where you're going to get games in quick succession. I think we're probably we're probably going to get another midweek game probably, I reckon. Yeah. So you, you need Burnley, to you, burn. It'll be Burnley or Leeds when yeah. I reckon within this period. So oh, yes. it's, it's a perfect it chance to see way. some potential rotation as well. Chucky could get more more of a say in it, and also no, I think it's exciting stuff. I think on that note, of Bailey, I think when I think this this time now that we've got maybe a few more options in his position, he's probably going to help him a little bit because I think it actually hindered his uh, 
he's come back last time because he was thrown straight back in. So at, 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 at the earliest the earliest point that he was available, he was back into the team because we had no choice. I mean, he was the only half decent player that we had to mm. play there. Um, so I think he's probably got a bit more of a chance. He's going to be able to be eased more back into it a little bit more. Look, we, he might not be fully fit until there's about 10, 10 games to go, 10, 12 games to go. So, you know, so be it. I'm not even sure if he's back in training yet or anything, is he? I know he's after, I know he got asked about it. He said he wouldn't be a million miles away after this little break, which yeah. only would have done good for him. I'm expecting to see him back in the next couple. Yeah. He'll be back and yeah. hopefully back in the match day squad or next mm. couple. And, and let's hope he can come in and, and start to be the player that we thought would be signed. He hasn't, he hasn't, hasn't started yet, really, has mm. he? I mean, no. he has, he's had, I don't know if he's had a combined. You know, two hundred minutes between between his first half of the season. I think but, he's had ninety minutes for us. Could yeah, be wrong. Yeah, he no. hasn't com- certainly hasn't completed ninety no, minutes no. in one sitting, has he? So no. it's um it's an opportunity for him to come back with a little less mm. pressure on him. You know, we're not you know the, the, we haven't got an under pressure manager. You know, yeah. it, it's it's a kind of a settled side at the moment. You know, you know, bar any kind of classic Aston Villa meltdown. Yeah, um, which I think we are past Touchwood again. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an opportunity for him to come back in, have some minutes here and there, and just try and find find his feet again and get himself get mm. himself ready for um f- for a big summer. Last time I saw Bailey, he was in Orlando's in Sutton. Mm. I think he had a whole chicken <laughs> sat right next to me. So uh, assuming he's been having his protein and uh, you know get, getting himself up to speed, then can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what sides did he have? Don't know. Some bloke, no word of a lie, like, it's completely off topic. Some bloke, he was eating his meal, and yeah. some bloke made him get up mid meal and have a photo. And I thought, you've got to be joking. I was going to, when he had his meal, I was going to say, oh, Leon. But after that, I thought, I'm not even going to say hello. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll say it for the podcast. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so as long as we need he's, like, he's listening, say hello now. Hello, Leon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait for you return. <laughs> Locks and Nando's, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I've been eating Nando's. Yeah, yeah. Where were we? Oh, yeah, Villa. Um, Um, Prediction. There was one more subject to to move on, and it was the fact that the man that everybody was almost pushing out of the door when Dean Smith was going, Austin McPhee. Yeah. We've now got the set, the joint top best for set piece goals. He obviously no, I... he obviously wanted Gerardin, didn't he? Um, <laughs> fair play to him. Um, yeah, I think we gave him a bit of stick at one point because we didn't really see what he was doing. But I think uh, I think what was um, I think Gerard was Gerard, and it's not so much on Austin McPhee. I think Gerard mentioned in one of his uh, post match conference press conferences, whatever, that um, the, the last few weeks before prior to the Everton game, you know, we got caught out on a few set pieces and we weren't really attacking any. So he's putting really real uh, pressure under his two mm. like kind of. Um, mm. And analysts, um, and I think you'd probably had a word with Austin McPhee as well, saying you know you've got to put your finger out as well. And he's he kind of stepped up to the challenge, and you know we've kind of revolutionised what we were. What it was with McPhee under Smith, because I sit behind the dugouts at Villa Park. He was up. He was, you know, he was every, up every time. Like that. The post it was, it, up it wasn't necessarily just for a set piece. You know, the, it'd be open play and it'd be up. And I was thinking, one, it looks like there's too many cooks in one kitchen. Two of you overstepping your mark and undermining the gaffer. It wasn't a great look. And I could see it sounded daft that people wanted him gone after. And he's, you know, we've improved tenfold from set pieces. But um, yeah, I've heard as well Gerard saying that he put some pressure on him and he came up trumps and he was pleased with him. Yeah. But, 
Um, yeah, it, it was an odd dynamic at the start of the season. So no one's standing up around Stephen Gerrard. No, like no. you see him down nah, shutting yeah. up. And, yeah, 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 Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks unorganised, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. looks like you're Even trying to stop doing it during the game. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not okay. It, it, it cuts us. We calm it down a little bit. Like yeah, it's the, oh, I'm, I'm Stephen Gerrard here. I'm the captain. Neil Cutler sits in front of me. I'm in. I'm in the middle. And he sits yeah. in the press box now with all the. Why should the goalkeeping coach need to be on the bench during the game and standing up every five minutes giving out tactical advice? You're there to goalkeeping coach, mate. Yeah, you know. So no, Peter Cook's enough cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I mean, under Smith, you were every set, set, he said multiple times in interviews that it's, you know, set pieces were down to Cutler and JT. And every single corner, you'd see them stand up and go mm. and have a look what's going on. And it, 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 like you said, it shouldn't really be the case. It, 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 the set pieces, if you have a set piece coach, it's obviously purely down to the set to the set piece coach really yeah. and you don't really want them stepping up saying just making sure everyone's in the positions that should, pre that should be, should be yeah. rehearsed that should be rehearsed and complete you, yeah, know yeah. you can't underestimate the influence of the touchline because we witnessed it against Chelsea when we had no Steven Gerrard it was yeah. the flattest yeah. performance yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of the season so yeah. you know it, it sounds really daft that you know we go to games and we even look at it but yeah there's been a there's been a step up in there's been a change on the touchline. You're right, it's Stephen Gerrard. Yeah. Mm. He's the man. It, 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 everything goes through him mm. and everybody else behind, you know, that they're observers like the rest of us. And what genius puts Buendia as the main person to win the ball. He's the, the best header of the poker in Coutinho has tested the goalkeeper from 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 corners and set pieces. I know. I mean, against Leicester as well. Mm. When uh, Conte got the flick on for the goal. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Buendia's a little fox in the box with his head. You can't believe he's got He's good in the air for out. So, um, uh, you know, it's, it's one of the aspects of his game that you weren't expecting, but he's a brilliant header of the ball. Yeah. Coutinho went close before we had, before Buendia scored mm -hmm. the header from the corner as well. So, yeah. Viva the little men in the box. Um, Leeds, Leeds away is next. Leeds away. Leeds at home. Yeah, I forget because the away game got. I don't know. Leeds at home. Oh, living. Leeds at home next. Uh, I'm, I'm buzzing. It's another night game. Can't wait. How can you not be excited for a night game? Oh, it's great. Especially after the last one. Under the lights of Villa Park. I like it. I like it, to be fair, after work. It gives me to look forward to. Yeah. It gets through the day. Midweek it? as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's lovely, isn't it? We're, they're, they're an odd one, Leeds. They're inconsistent. Um, you never know which Leeds team's going to turn. I'm not looking forward to playing them, to be honest, because on the day, yeah. you know, they've got one of the best managers in the league and they get, them, get some playing in, in a really good way. But they've got one or two missing through injuries and they are inconsistent. Um, so it'll be an interesting game. It's a test. It's one that we're all expecting them to win. So it'll be interesting, but it won't be a walk in the park. Well, yeah, I remember the last time we played them at Villa Park behind That's closed it. doors. Yeah, yeah. Bamford yeah. scoring one, yeah. three or four. That's a yeah, that was um that was that was I think we had a really good start and that really brought us down to earth. I think so we, 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 we were literally we'd put every game, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we were we were flying. We were flying. Tossed, I remember that yeah, and we completely yeah. bollocks it, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, I was ready for, for mm. us to be there. That I was ready yeah. for the right and then no, straight home. Mm. Went to the pub straight home after that. No, yeah. no missing about after that. I one. think. Um, I think with the Leeds game, I think it's a game we should be winning, and it's good. You know, it's always a tasty game against Leeds. What they do like, whenever you play Leeds, it's it's usually a, a quite a decent fixture. Yeah. But I think from a quality point of view, we should we should be winning this game. And I think I think <clears> we've got the, the team and the personnel setting us up to beat Leeds. I think we're going to have players coming back like Coutinho who's going to be much sharper. You'll be looking at new players, aren't they? Really, so I think we'll beat Leeds. I really do. And I think it'll be too. I think it'll be. I don't usually go big, but I think we'll beat them two three nil. I really I, do. Yeah, I think I think match what they offer. I think that usually is the case when you play Leeds. If you match them physically, you'll generally find you'll have the quality to beat them. Mm. 
obviously, Bar, I think that Rafinha is a top, top player. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's a bit frightening, but I think we've got the players to, to, you know, to cope with him anyway. Um, as well, we, we can cope with, with, with lots of players on that yeah. day, lots of top class players, and we have them. But I think he's the real player. That's that's the real threat for me. Um, but yeah, I think match them first of all, which shouldn't be a problem under with a Steven Gerrard side. No, he won't. He won't do. allow anything else other than beating them. Yeah, physically anyway in that in that battle. <coughs> um, so yeah, I think on, on that note, I'll, we'll have enough to beat them and and hopefully you know I think it's going to be. I'll I'll agree with you. I don't know if two or three now. Yeah, but, I do. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'll always back the Villa to win, uh, and it could be. I've, I've always said that that big big scoreline could, could be around the corner. Leeds. I watched them against West Ham, and West Ham were, were flying at the time, and you know they, they battered them. Although yeah. it was three two, yeah. so a good side. But I think we'll win. I think we'll win one 0 I'll go with. Yeah, I would say it's obviously not going to be. I, I, I can see a two 0 I can see a two 0 I can see a Matty Cash whipping an absolute blinder <laughs> of a ball. To the back post. In fact, I was going to say 3 0 because Mike Cash is going to get three assists. Oh, <laughs> I, I just think it's going to be the game where Coutinho really enters Villa. Park yeah, we're going to we're going to be singing Jesus that. Jesus Christ! That yeah. genius Coutinho yeah. chance yeah. is going to be. You get sung for half an hour straight after he scored. I think it's Coutinho. It's Coutinho's <laughs> nights and under the lights. He's had he's had Anfield. He's had Champions League nights. Forget that. It's yeah, Villa Park. Leeds United Wednesday. Get real, mate. Get real, mate. Up the Villa. UTV. Have you did your? Did you actually put a score line on it? Well, I said one, two, two and three. So, yeah, it's been a mix of match, but there we go. Yeah. There we go. The I'll take it. See you under the lights. Under the lights.